going on, people, man? It's your host, Horror, featuring Back the Wampo Combo Podcast, featuring my boy, Jerry Ronan. Hey, still here. Still at it, back mm-hmm. at it again, man. Been a minute. Been a minute, man. It's been a couple months, man. We'll be back at it again, man. So, so you know, this past Valentine's Day weekend, me and the boys, Gab, Noah, Jerry, and myself went down mm-hmm. to Cleveland. Because Noah's from Cleveland, so we just say that's parents' house, man. We were chilling, man. We were doing our thing, man. We were just gassing up, man. You know what I'm saying? I mean, for those who were single, except Jerry over here, man. Mm-hmm. We were just chilling, man. We were just vibing, man. Boys edition. Valentine's Day, boys edition. You already know. So, you know, we did a lot of things there, man. We ate some great food, hung out, man. Made some homemade pizza. That was dope. And uh, it was just overall just a great time. And... Um, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. And, uh, you know, we, we actually ended up running out a movie theater. Mm-hmm. So we watched uh, the new Studio Ghibli film, uh, Earwig and the Witch. And uh, it was... Uh, so good. It was amazing, right? It was amazingly terrible. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> it was right. so bad. It, it was, was the worst film we've was, seen all year. Uh, it, was, it was hands down the worst film we've seen all year. And... Uh, it was just not great. Um, mm-hmm. it, uh, to be fair, it was Studio Ghibli's first time ever doing 3D animation. That's which, true. And not, it was his son who took uh, charge this time. Seriously? Yeah, the son? Yeah, it was the son. Uh, that's mm-hmm. sad. That yeah, he sucks. got a completely new team and stuff and wanted to show off that he could do it. Well, well, he couldn't. He could do it. <laughs> <laughs> but to get Pops back in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you so deep, got a few things to learn, young book. Oh man, that was. I mean, also it was a book adaptation. It was based off the book. It the was book based off a book. It is a much more series. childish. It's uh, the same one that made Howl's Moving Castle. Okay. I can't remember okay. her name off the top of my head. Okay. But yeah, I've looked at the book and stuff. It's very much what I expect, like Diary of the Wimpy Kid style, where it's really? not a lot of words in there, and mm-hmm. you get a little drawing at the bottom. Okay. Sounds okay. kind. Well, it is what it is. Yeah, it really is what it is, because, mm-hmm. okay, I, let's start with the characters, because the characters in this film were uh, not the best. Not the best, and there weren't that many of them. There weren't even that many of them. I either. mean, we had to look to find one of them, one of their names on this, because we just couldn't remember them. Yeah. So, let's, let's, start with, let's start with Earwig. Yeah, Earwig, okay, the main character. Protagonist of the mm-hmm. film. Also goes by uh, Aya. Aya, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that was like her adopted yeah, because no one liked Earwig. Yeah, no one liked Earwig. <laughs> <laughs> I, know the, I know the name that you were born with, but it's too ugly. Let's change yeah. it in the beginning of the film. They won't know. <laughs> they, no one will know. <laughs> yeah. So, she, uh, she's uh, in an orphanage at the start of the film. You know, she's very much... I'll be honest, she's just not a good person. She's so sad. I mean, I mean what is she, like 10? She's got to be like ten yeah, at most. She, I mean, so. yeah, she. I mean, she's young, but she is manipulative. Uh, thinks she's better than everyone else. As and this ten-year-old oh, is tr- man. Let me tell you, so mean to people. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. uh, she's so selfish, so self-centered. Just wants to do. Just, just literally, her only goal in this entire film is to get people to do what she wants. That's what all she does in this film. What? That's her what, thing. What type of character motivation is that? It's hard to like her. That's it's very hard to I like her. I did not like, like her. That. I did not like her. She she was super mean, very mean spirited. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yep. Yeah. And uh, once she once she gets out the orphanage, these two uh, a witch and a demon guy. Um, yeah, the Mandrake. The Mandrake. Mandrake and, and what's other? Bella, Bella Yaga. Bella Yaga and the Mandrake adopt this child. Mm-hmm. For the only reason is Bella Yaga. Uh, she basically she kind of she does all these spells and whatnot. She sells her magic and whatnot. Basically. But she's over. She's just like there's so much to do. I need someone to help me with this. And so the Mandrake's like, okay, get off my back. I'll do it. By the way, the Mandrake really doesn't speak a lot of words in this film. He's kind of... Ch- I, I actually kind of like. I'll be honest, character. I vibe with him pretty I well. I did vibe with him as well. Yeah. Uh, he's tall. He's like nine feet yeah, tall, dude, pointy oh, ears. Hunched you know. back. Like, obviously this dude ain't human. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, <hot. laughs> Bella Yaga is a very uh, large woman. Uh, big boned. Big boned woman. Big boned mm-hmm. woman. Uh, she's definitely not supposed to be attractive. That's kind of the, you know, she has Very a mole on her face. Very stereotypical, like, mm-hmm. witch. Yep. Very stereotypical uh-huh. witch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Um, so yeah, there's those characters, and we'll go as we get through the plot. We'll get through it. So, the start was great. I actually enjoyed I the... really enjoyed the opening of this film. Mm-hmm. It, it was, like, high action, there was a car chase... Uh, like a monster car? Yeah, well, so they just show off a little bit of the magic, like, uh, so we get to, the opening is with Earwig's mother, we don't get a name for her in this entire film besides Earwig's mother, uh, she uses her hair to use it for magic, and that's how she gets away, the car makes magic, and yeah, it's just cool, we don't know who's in that yellow car, at this time, we just, you know, we know she's getting chased, stuff. We do. We figure that one out. Ah. Kind of. But yeah, so it's good. Great opening scene. And then, um, you know, right after that, she drops off Earwig, leaves her with a cassette tape that says Earwig on it. There's a note saying, hey, all the, the other 12 witches in her covenant are after. It's going to take a while. I'll come back for her. Mm. I'll be back. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then we get the title. Um, then we get, you know, the name change to Aya. Mm-hmm. And we get the title scene. Yeah. Good title scene. It was a little goofy, but I think that was the point. It mm-hmm. Showed off that this movie's going to have great music in it. Oh, you know? dude. Great soundtrack, man. Really? If nothing else. Mm-hmm. It had a very solid Ghibli Studio-esque, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. solid soundtrack. If it didn't have that soundtrack, I might have walked was, out. I, I, I was planning, on, I was about to walk out, mm-hmm, but just... honestly, the soundtrack and kept some of the animation kept me around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... The 3D animation, I'll be honest, it was okay. It wasn't my... Right. I've seen better. I've definitely and seen better. for a Studio Ghibli, if you don't know, Studio Ghibli makes these beautiful art beautiful, movies. Beautiful, like, films. You know, just beautiful all-around 2D animation. They're known for this throughout mm-hmm. all of animation. You know, making these entire new worlds. And this film doesn't do that. It makes good 3D animation, but doesn't make that quality that's just like, wow, this blew me away. This is just like, oh, okay, I see what they're doing there. That's kind of... Nice, but I'm like, I've seen this for the last five, ten years, this level of animation. Studio Ghibli's not known for doing the status quo. They're always, will set the bar oh, for yeah, everything. For sure. And this film didn't set the bar in anything. It was below the bar. It was, On everything. It was under the bar. It was nowhere to be seen under the bar. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay, and then, so, we get into the movie finally after mm-hmm. that. Uh, and this is the first scene that, I'll be honest, after this scene, I was like, I don't like the main character. It's Earwig. Uh, she dresses up with, I'm going to guess, all the other kids in the orphanage. It's not it's actually said who was all in there. Yeah. But it's her, her friend Custard, 
Custer. Uh, that's actually not his name. It's uh, like his real name's actually like uh, Jacob uh, Custer. No, uh, Caster, something like that. Caster. Yeah, but they pushed it together so she says Custard. The, you know, it's a nickname. Okay. Didn't realize that. Interesting. At the I time. Didn't, I didn't realize that. I know, either. right? I thought she that. They she don't tell you anything. You yeah, they know. really don't tell you much. <laughs> you just you probably been. You probably would have had to read the book mm-hmm. to probably understand what was happening in this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mind you, neither, neither of us read the book because the movie was so bad. Even if the book's good, it's just hard. I didn't even know there was a book, man. I, sh- I was like, bro, mm-hmm. this is just a booty movie. But mm-hmm. trash. Yeah, just yeah. for trash. So, yeah, she's with the kids. Uh, with uh, They're all dressed up like ghosts, and they spook a guy, Mr. Jenkins. And then her and Custard go up to uh, one of the towers and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she just talks about how, I don't ever want to leave. Everyone here, I, I control everyone here. Like, I get whatever I want. This is perfect. Why would I ever want to go? Mm-hmm. You can tell, see Custard, because Custard knew his parents. Custard's parents died in a car crash and a fire. Mm-hmm. And so you can tell he wants a family again. Uh, he's not as intimate, but you can tell he's just like, you're my best friend, so I'm going to stick by you no matter what. That's kind of mm-hmm. the, what I got from him. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's the first. That's that first scene. And I was just, I was like, I hate, don't like this character. Yeah, and then she, yeah. And she also kind of like mocks him. For wanting a family as mm-hmm. well. She, like, makes fun, fun of him for it. And that, like, really, like, just put a wrench into mm-hmm. me liking this character in so any capacity. Hard. It's very hard. Yeah. She has a nice design, though. She does have a nice mm-hmm. character design. Like, it's obvious that she, like, sticks out. But that is also due to how plain everybody else Every, looks. If you weren't the main cast, you were the most basic. You were the most basic looking character. So, in comparison... I Her mean, character design was at least intriguing. So even Custard, he was literally just a got a boy with blonde hair and blue eyes. Blue eyes. That's, that's it. it. The matron, the uh, lady who runs the orphanage, look, think of an old librarian. Literally, that's that. what you got. That's what you got. <laughs> Stereotypical, <laughs> so most basic. Yeah, in comparison, like I mean, the Mandrake and. Uh, Bella Yaga? Yeah, they're actually have actually very like very like extravagant yes. designs. Heck, even the mother, we don't see her a lot. She she's you can tell she's not just big. It's like just based on like her hair being mm-hmm. big, flowing. Yeah. She's always wearing colorful outfits that are really like, oh, this is It's interesting. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. interesting. And so yeah. Uh let's see. Then we have the scene where she gets adopted. Oh yeah. They, they they line up, all the kids line up. Looking all spick and span, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, uh, Earwood just does not want to be there. She's like, "This is a waste of my time. I don't want to be here. This sucks." And uh, she honestly just tries to like sell herself off. She's just like, "I don't want. I don't like you. I don't want to be here." Mm-hmm. She's like, "She's never like every time there's like parents around to like look at the kids. She's never there. Like she's just like, I don't want to." I don't want to. I don't want to be here. So, yeah. yeah. Now, what I will say to that is, she does pr- uh, give like an aspect of adoption in this, because like she talks about how like you know it's very short, but how like the kids aren't just like a animal that you pit buy and stuff. You're like, this one looks cute. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm getting it. And so she's not a fan of that. That's as, fair. As we said, it's like yeah, that's true. That's interesting. That's, that's interesting. That's aspect. a good. I wish that aspect was explored farther. And it's just like a. 20 second scene. It's literally, it's actually less than that. Yeah. Like, it's, it's literally her, that. like, 
Yeah, don't don't look at him just because they were cute. That's one of the very few bright spots of her actual character. Yes. And even then, the next scene is her just being like, I'm not going to get adopted because I love everything about here because I control everyone. Yes. So it's just like right after it's like, well, now I don't like you again. <laughs> now I don't find anything about you great. Yeah. But regardless, you know, given the plot, mm-hmm. uh, the kind of, the mandrake just chooses her just, just kind of because, I don't know if she can I, like sense some type of like magical power in her or something or... I, I'm not really sure. She's just like, yeah, I choose that one. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was definitely because they don't explore magic well in this film. Like, you don't know who actually could have magic, who doesn't, how it works, really. You get to There's see how a spell works. Yeah. I don't know. Who nothing. knows? Nothing. They explain nothing. But you, I'm going to guess they picked her just because you could tell that she was like, nah, screw you guys. And so they're like, okay. That's the one. The one with the fighting spirit. Yeah, there you go. Uh-huh. She'll, she'll be able to get through this hard terrible labor we got for yeah, uh-huh. yeah, <laughs> so yeah they, they take just, her back they just do a very bad job explaining the world yeah, concept yeah. which really sucks I mean Ghibli they don't like go in super like depth about anything in their movies but like there's just a new world this entire thing you can understand the structure of it be like wow there's like oh the characters do this in this world and they fight like this and you know all this cool stuff in this film it's like this feels like we're in Britain, and there's witches, maybe, I don't Maybe. Uh, I don't we don't know. Really know. I don't even know. Like, that's it. Like, there's not this otherworldly feeling. It feels like, oh, if I saw this on, like, Disney Channel, I'd be like, oh, Disney Channel, nice. Yeah, it is, like, a very, like, Disney Channel-like production. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, right. But, yeah, she, she, she gets home. She gets to their new home, I guess, which is all a magical home, I guess. And, um, there's a lot of guessing in this film of, like, I think this is what's occurring, but never explored. So, basically, uh, Bella Yaga can just, like, seemingly at will, can just, like, appear through one door, and she can just snap her fingers, and that door that was once there is just gone. Mm-hmm. And then she can just go through another door, snap her fingers, and that door is gone. It's just like, I guess she can just control everything in the house. It's very weird because it's always like, they're trying to do this concept of like, oh, everything's in a weird spot and it's like a maze and stuff. You know, like, oh, this door doesn't actually lead here and whatnot. But you also have moments where it's like, oh no, the room right next to you is this room. Even though you don't know because doors move wherever, but this door is right here. And it's like, ah. Okay, cool concept, but you don't explore it enough. Also, they it appears that there's only like one floor. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, that's the only floor that they explore in the entire film. Is that mm-hmm. one floor with like four different doors? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we walk in rooms very shortly at the beginning to show off this thing. Like, she walks in the room that has all the witchcraft stuff. Mm-hmm. She walks in the library room, and she walks in the bathroom. And she walks into her room. Those are the four rooms. That's really, it. Yeah. <laughs> That's magical. Uh, yeah. And, you know, we get to learn more about Bella Yaga, and she's just not a good person. Like, she yeah. looks at, you know, Earwig or Aya or whatever you want to call her as, like, you're here to help me, and that's your only purpose. I don't yes. want you to talk back. I don't want you to do anything but work. Yeah. It's like, oh, that sucks. Basically child labor. Yeah. Doesn't even get paid. Mm-hmm. True injustice. Yeah, and so then we have like thirty minutes of her just 
doing Bella Yaga's work and trying to figure out a little more every so often, scene by scene, like, oh, she can't actually leave because the Mandrake's demons will stop her, and stuff like that. And it's just like, okay, cool, cool. And then there's like, oh, this is how it works. And like, you get to, we get to see the yellow car again. It, they have it in a room. And yeah, and we get to see in the back of the yellow car, one thing they do show is a bunch of uh, vinyls and whatnot of earwig, it says. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it gives us a better explanation. Like, we start realizing that earwig, that was her name, but it's also the name of the band. That Bella Yaga, the Mandrake, and we're presuming the mother are were all in mm-hmm. at one point. And they were shredding. They were shredding pretty hard. But what really irritated me was like, okay, like so she's working for Bella Yaga, mm-hmm. but you're like just seemingly wants to just know magic, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, why? Yeah. Is it because of your mother? Is it because I don't I don't know you? I, okay. Also, seemingly she also wants to like leave and escape, but like where? Back to the orphanage? Like yeah, it's it, it's, it's just kind of like it's just so vague. Everything she does is so vague. We have no understanding of why she does anything besides just being like, I want to do this because I want to do it. I want to learn something because I want to learn something. It doesn't go any more depth than that. It'd be like, I want witchcraft so bad because witchcraft and that's it we don't get to know why she wants to do it heck they always do this like there's that one scene early on where she finds the cassette of earwig but mind you she's 10 she just finds it when she's packing up and leaving this is 10 years she's lived in that room in that bed and you're telling me now she finds the cassette after that long just like radically while grabbing her stuff and it doesn't seem like she's like very much interest no she's like "Oh, oh who's I don't You're like, oh, I guess this is for me. Cool. Mm-hmm. I'll take this with me. <laughs> yeah. She does play uh, it quite often. It's actually good. I like whenever they play it. Just yeah, it's great it's music. It's great music, and it really shows something the film can do right. And yeah, um, so Earwig uh, starts talking to, at first she calls all this black cat Custard, just because they don't explain it really. I'm well, going to guess it's because it's her only friend back then or whatever, but they don't really it tell It was you. weird. It was very weird. Uh-huh. I Also, the cat's name is Thomas. Yeah. The Thomas the Black Cat was like just a talking cat that was, I guess, doing what Earwig does now. Oh, no. I'm not he, sure so what his role was. So, yeah, it was hard. So what I picked up was he was considered, um, I don't know, like a... A spear or whatever. Basically, his job was to help make the spell. Like, he his he actually was like, oh, Black Cat's good for these type of spells and whatnot. So, you would either, like, pluck the hair from the Black Cat and put it in. But you needed a living. Or was he, like, a familiar? Yeah, he was, like, a familiar, a familiar. type deal, yes. Oh, okay. But, again, that was a one-line thing. They do these one-liners throughout this film of, like, this is what I am. Remember that. <laughs> yeah, they, and again with this the black cat talks like an hour into this film well not it's like 50 minutes into the film the black talk, cat just sa- says stop calling me uh, custard or whatever it's like you can talk I'm like, yeah I just talk when I feel like it yeah like you never asked and I was like okay, that, okay. It, look you've been hanging out for half most of this film already 
and this is what we get? Come on, like, you need to give something more. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's it's weird. Like, the roles of these characters aren't really established that well, and, like, their motivations are never explained, which in a narrative and in a story, you kind of need, like, because it just adds depth to the entire story in general, and there is also a lot of potential in this film mm -hmm. that just completely missed the mark in every way, shape, and form. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it just it sucks. It yeah. really sucks. Um, and during this time, we see like the mandrake being a little nice every so often for to uh, to her. You know, every so often we just see the mandrake do something. But we're also told somewhere in this film, I don't even care, care enough to look up where the mandrake just uh, the belly yaga talks about like the mandrake can be like, don't get the mandrake mad because yeah, that's terrible. Also, the worm thing. The worm off. thing pissed me off. I'm like, you better do what I say or it's worms for you. And Thomas always gets freaked out. I don't know what the heck the worms are, but it's, yeah. we'll get into that later. Yeah, so, it, yeah. They keep using it, but they never show the punishment. So you never really know like how bad this punishment is and stuff. And so, uh, so Earwig is like, well, I'm... You know what, Belly Yaga sucks, and I have the familiar now. So what she does is uh, they learn, and throughout an entire night while Belly Yaga's away, they learn how they make a spell that she puts on herself that stops all magic from reaching her. She can't get affected by magic anymore. Yeah. Which, by the way, seems like an OP spell that I could I would just spam because she she puts it on weeks before this. I think. yes. She has it on for a long time before we see the use of it. So, mm. seems like she's now, basically, no magic will ever touch her. Yeah. In my mind. Because I think she takes a shower somewhere, hopefully. It's been a couple weeks, so. Yeah. And so, yeah, she does that. And then, sooner or later, she gets around to cat trying to make another spell while Bella Yaga's gone, which would create extra limbs uh, for her... And stuff. Uh, so, yeah. So, while she's gone, she does that. And as soon as Beliaga gets back, her, you know, she was supposed to clean the... Uh, yeah. The uh, witchcraft. I don't know what it's called. Oh, no. They dude. didn't name anything. It, yeah. It was all just, like, spell, spell, more spells. Mm -hmm. It's just... That's it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And also, like, yeah, I guess Earwig also just wanted... Bella Yaga to like teach her magic mm -hmm. and Bella Yaga was always like nah fam mm -hmm. and it's like okay well why don't you want to tell is it because like do you realize that like she's like your long lost band member's daughter no, no or is it she because... definitely didn't know that so she didn't know that so it's just like or is it just because you're a mean person I, I guess I mean sure but it's just like I don't know and then uh, it was just it's just the idea of her learning magic and becoming like a witch was just kind of thrown in there. Mm -hmm. And it just had zero real purpose to the story or her character. Mm -hmm. For sure. Now also, because I don't remember when the scene occurs, but I figure it'll be similarly. Bella Yaga shows that she actually knew how to play an instrument, the drums, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know if this be before the fight or after the fight. I think it's before. Probably. But yeah, we also learned that, because this is how we figure out that they're all in a band, is 
Bella Yaga talks about, yeah, she used to be pretty sick because they played some of their music, yeah. you know. And she was like, yeah, it was pretty good, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, thanks for the one-off. Again, it was a weird scene, not going to lie. It just didn't feel right because she went from like, yeah, I'm going to drum a little bit of stuff. And we get to see a flashback in that scene of when they were younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bella Yaga has, again, she was a lot more... Uh, just better looking back then. That was kind of her point. Is you know back then she was an attractive witch, and the mom was in the group, and she was an attractive witch, and the mandrake looked like um. He looked like a sad. He looked like a sad. He looked like a sad Beethoven. Like <laughs> dude was just. I mean, he. I don't know. He. he I mean, the mandrake can. He can shred. He can shred as well, man. Like they could all play very well. Yeah. They were a solid band, mm-hmm. but it was just like, yeah, and I don't know. It's just kind of yeah. And we get to see more in that scene because uh, they we get to see like the Mandrake and uh, the mom had a thing at one point. Oh, they had a they thing. were about to kiss, and then Billy Yaga like sh- uh, yeah. shakes the car and whatnot. So there's a chance that the kid is the Mandrakes. There's a chance that there is we, a chance. We just don't know. We have no idea. Again, they don't tell us. But yeah, in that flashback, we also get to find out that uh, the reason why Earwig's mom left was because she's like, I I'm not following no one's rules. You know, she she's like Earwig in that way. She was just like, I'm gonna do whatever I want, so I'm leaving. Peace. And they're like, Why would you do that? Why would you split up this band? Why would you? You know, we all, all the witches have to chase you now. That's just how it works. And so it's just like... It's just weird. Like, I don't even know how the 12 witches even play into that. I'm not understanding how exactly why they're forced to play in a band. I don't uh, think that, they played in a band. I think it was just how they met. I They don't tell you. They don't tell you anything. And so then we... Uh, so then she makes the spell to get extra limbs on Bella Yaga. She does it. Because she's mad at Billy Ever. She's like, fine, you're not going to teach me magic? You're not going to teach me magic? Fine. I'll and do it all by myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so she puts extra limbs on Billy Ever. She's like, you always did need an extra pair of hands. Ha, 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 ha. Yada, yada. That was actually kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Billy Yaga, uh, you know, stops the spell. Uh, and then she casts the worms. But the worms, because she doesn't have, because the protective spell mm-hmm. that Ewer cast doesn't do it. I don't know what it was supposed to do. The worms just fell on, yeah, on her. Yeah, they just didn't do anything. I think they were supposed to like go inside you and stuff. I really I don't have know. no idea. They made it so difficult to figure out. And so uh, she's like, "Oh crap! If Belly Yaga sees these worms, we're gonna. She's gonna know I have a spell against it." So. She puts him in a hole in the wall that leads to the Mandrake's room. Doesn't seem like a good idea. Bad, bad idea, dude. (laughs) Mandrake goes freaking ultra instinct in demon mode. (laughs) Dude literally comes out like a whole demon. 30 feet tall. 30 feet tall, man. Running through the wall. It's just pissed. Like, why are these worms all up in my room out here when I'm trying to shred music? And, uh... Bella Yaga and them fight. We yeah, don't, they we don't see fight. It. Uh, Bella Yaga probably gets clapped. We don't it really does see. Does seem like she did. Clap. She gets clapped, clapped. and uh, yeah, Bella Yaga is just pissed at 
at uh, Earwig. But she knows she can't do anything yeah, because she can't of the mandrake. Because of the mandrake, yeah. And so she's like, fine, I'll teach you witchcraft. And she lightens the load and whatnot. The mandrake uses his demons to start waiting on her. And yeah, I mean, we get to basically what she wanted occurs, where everyone does whatever she wants. Just like how it started at, was at the orphanage. So we're, we made a full circle. We're back to her just controlling everyone. Right. And she talked about for like another minute. Uh, she's like, yeah, my friend Custard, we, he gets brought up again. It hasn't just, happened for an hour. Yeah. But she's like, man, he never comes because he's afraid of the mandrake and yada yada. And then he's finally going to show up at their Christmas party. I think just Christmas happens. Yeah, and... He shows up. No, Custard finally shows up, and then another car pulls up near him. No, no, it's the same. That's he. She's walking in with him. Oh, she's walking in with mm -hmm, him. Mm -hmm. Okay, and uh, that's the mom, right? Yep. Yeah, the mom walks in with Custard, and Earwig just opens the door. It's like Custard, you're here, and she looks up, and she's the mom, and she's like, "Hello, Earwig," and then. It just cuts to black. That's the end of the movie. That's the end of the movie. So, it was terrible. We we just, we can speculate that, oh, maybe she uh, is, you know, the, she picked up Custard from the orphanage or something. We don't know. We know nothing about it. It doesn't matter because it was so, she just shows up. Like, why? Why are you back now? Why? What? What do you, how? Why? This, I don't, it, uh, And seeing that scene, I was like, oh, wow, I'm they did something finally let's see how you know I thought as soon as I saw the mom I thought we have another 30 minutes to this movie we needed at least another 30 minutes we could have had just... a cool fight scenes and whatnot, and we could have had a message of you know earwig you can't, you can't control people because yada yada or that doesn't fulfill you something whatever the message wants to be uh, you know we didn't do none of that. Yeah, we don't she know if just, the mom's a good lady or a bad lady. Who even. knows, man? Like, we don't even know why she dropped her off at the orphanage in the first. Is it just well, because she was being chased? She was being chased by witches, and which, by the way, seems like it was kind of her fault. She yeah, just in the she, band. she, yeah. We we honestly don't know a whole lot of anything, so it's kind of hard to make yeah. an inference on. But so yeah, the plot that was it. That that movie sucked. The plot. Let's start rating stuff. I want to rate. Yeah, I want to start rating. Are we rating so this at, out of like 10? Out of 10, 10 being a perfect movie, like Dark Knight yeah. level stuff, and 1 being like this movie is just, just the worst. Exist. This movie, I'm going to put it at a 2. For the plot. I would put it at a 2 or uh, 1.5. Yeah. The themes, oh, it's getting a 1. There's no way around that. Like, I can't do any. There's a team. What is the message that you are sending to children? That you can just control whoever you want just because you feel like it, and you can get whatever you want just because you feel like it. And yeah, that what? Was, what type of message is that? Uh -huh. That's so garbage. So yeah, that's a freaking zero for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the cinematography. This is more of the camera angles. The camera and stuff. work yeah, just looks actually kind of decent. Yeah, I'll give it like a I five. Like a six. Five yeah, I mean, I wanted cooler things. Not gonna lie, it just felt like. If this was the case, they could have just done this as a live action movie. They very could have. And wouldn't have done that. It would have felt like, oh, this would have been the same film. The graphics, I'm giving it a four. Actually, I'll give it a three. What would you, what do you mean by graphics? Like animation? This, the animation. The animation itself, it actually had some very like extremely realistic. Like the food, 
and the stuff. The food was good, yeah, was but insane. I know, but everything else was was subpar. And Studio Ghibli's supposed to be the best. You know that wasn't. We saw better, man. Yeah, we've definitely seen better. Off, I'm basing off of the studio on this one. The graphics are not what Studio Ghibli should be. Man, I, I wonder whose decision was to make this a 3D animated film. Probably the sun. Mm. I'm just saying, if this was any other one, I'd give him like a six, maybe a seven, because Studio Ghibli is supposed to have the highest. Dude, if standard. it was 2D, like I knew, like there was definitely some like expressions on the characters' faces that if it wasn't 2D. It actually would have worked. Yes. But with 3D, it just looked weird and wonky and just out of place. And it just, it just looked, it just looked weird. Yeah. If Yeah. In graphics, in terms of animation, I would give it a five at the very best. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, the acting, I'll give it like a six, seven. It, it, it just, yeah. it, there's nothing it like. It's very meh. Yeah. I mean, there wasn't anything great, but I don't, it's hard because this was also English dubbed. We watched it. Yeah. Uh, just because I'm actually ha glad we watched it that way because I would not have been following if it was subbed. It, <laughs> That's not, true. It wasn't worth it. So, <laughs> so I, it's hard to write off the acting because this isn't its original. So, yeah. you know, it's like, okay, we're quickly, how do we do their acting and stuff? I would give it like a five as well. Yeah. I yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, the d directing? Booty. Trash. Trash. I don't know. Trash. It looked like it was never directed by anybody. Mm -hmm. I feel bad for the son. I don't know. I don't he know. Didn't get his, in the movie what soon. was his experience before this movie? I don't know. He just he you know, talked to quick. Yeah. Uh -huh. I honestly want to see what he's done before this to be like. Yeah, you get the reins to direct an entire whole film. Well, when you're, it's also his dad alone. Has, That's also true. I mean, yeah, but his dad is just so. His dad's a. It's a. He's a, a giant in. The animation industry, especially... Okay, so... Movies, at least... I don't know if he d directs these here. Uh, Tales from Earthsea. Okay. From Up on Poppy Hill. Earwig mm -hmm. and the Witch. Mm -hmm. uh, the Kingdom of Dreams. And whatever. And I don't know the other ones. Uh, this is his first film in seven years he even took part of. But let's see, did he direct this thing? Uh, nope, he didn't direct. It's also a documentary. Yeah, he didn't direct that. So that's different. That's a whole different yeah. thing. Um, it's not cool. It's... So yeah, he directed uh, From Up on Poppy Hill. Okay. Which is good. That, yeah, that yeah. had good ratings. Good. That one had good ratings. 2D animated film. Yep. Mm -hmm. And Tales from Earth Sea. He did that one. Um, not as good. Not as... But... It was not that great. It yeah. seemed like. Uh -huh. It had okay. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't this film. I mean, and this what I think he always does adaptations. Um, one of them is this one. No, this one's. Okay, so this is his second adapted film. Tales from Earth Sea is from Earth Sea. Okay. Earwig and the Witch is from. Uh, Earwig and the Witch. Uh, That's the a book. book. Mm-hmm. But so it seems that he's only done adaptations, and he's directed what two films that were two D back in like two thousand eleven, two thousand thirteen. He hasn't directed a film in seven years. And he wanted to do three D animation, which is already hard. Studio isn't even known for. Your studio is known for the most, the greatest two D animation there is. I don't know. I guess he just wanted to be different. Yeah, and he didn't want. I know he didn't want his dad or any of their like. His dad was like, "Go do it." His dad was probably like, he probably was just like, I don't want to be 
cast into my dad's shadow any longer. <laughs> yeah. But mind you, his dad's you're always going to be cast in that yeah, shadow. You, there's no way. Even if, you, even if you were a better director than him, your dad came first. Your dad laid all the groundwork for this. How many films did his dad do? I can't even tell you. At least, at least... 10, 10 15, all amazing, all brilliantly acclaimed, uh-huh. um, award so winning films yeah. that are just loved across this entire world. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the writing, let's talk about that. The writing, <laughs> and you don't want okay, me to talk about the writing, so though. I will say, you don't want I'm, giving, me to gonna, go there. I'm gonna give it a three. A three, the reason why is because I haven't read the book, okay. so he could have done like, hey, I'm just gonna follow. Did he write this film as well? What did he write this film as well? Uh, no, I don't think he did. Okay. I think well, the, if I, um, because, like, if you are a director mm-hmm. and you get a bad script, you can only do so much. You can, like, if you get a bad script and a good director, the movie can only be decent. Mm-hmm. If you have a great writer and a bad director, the story can only be decent. But if you have a great director and a great writer, that movie's going to be amazing. But then if you also have bad writing mm-hmm. and a bad director, you best believe this movie is going to be the worst, the worst thing you've ever seen in your entire life. Um, yeah, I want to see... Yeah, let's see who, who wrote this. Who wrote this, bro? Also, I want to know if the, the author of the book had any say in... I think she's done... She's dead. Um, I don't know. We can look that up. Yeah, it's a screenplay by... Screenplay by... N- nope, neither of them. Okay, yeah. So, so the director of the film did not write this film. Yeah, she's... Which is... Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean... Which... Oh, he might have gotten a bad script. He might have had... He probably had a bad script, and there just was not much he could do with it. Yeah. I mean, he definitely you could tell he was pressed for time. He's never done a 3D animation. He's... He's trying a bunch of new Under, things. Uh, I mean, new, new, new. We're also wearing COVID. I mean, he, COVID, didn't, he didn't have a all lot. New, all new cast, all new people to work with. So, so I'll give him some credit. He might have done as good as he could. Yeah, he probably could. Mm-hmm. He probably did. But uh, uh, overall, just, yeah, the writing, awful. Just yeah. structurally, the message yeah. and the themes, mm-hmm. the execution, just terrible. Yeah. I'll give it just, two then. I'd give it a one. It was just not great. Yeah. The character it, development? <laughs> zero. Zero, There's dude. No nothing. Case. Nothing. There was absolutely no... There was no lesson being learned. Nothing there was nothing. Wrong, you yeah. just... You literally... How do you... How do you, like, have a story where the character does not grow? You just confirmed exactly what the character wanted to do the, at the exact... In the beginning! The character what? comes back full circle, and we don't even talk about how that occurs. Like... That wasn't the message. The message was, yep, I'm not changed at all. And that way, I mean, the, that character development. There was no character yeah. development. Oh my all right. gosh. And then, uh, so I gave that yeah zero. Character of zero. The music, I gave it an eight. I'd give it. I'd give it a nine. The music was brilliant. Very, if you had a subpar music, like this, just this film, like this music, brought this film from the brink of death. Like yeah, uh, yeah. That this film went from. Let's see. Let's look it up. I what they have it at. Rotten Tomato has it at a thirty-three. Without the music, this would have been a ten. Ten percent on Rotten Tomato. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably lower. Because mm-hmm. without the music, like I don't know, someone might and have IMBD, uh, sorry, IMDb mm-hmm. rates it at a four point six. They're just long. Now I will say, fifty-seven percent like this movie. 
<laughs> that's actually really low. Yeah, that is. You know, really like, low. because you don't realize, like, the amount of people who just like because they were like, yeah, it was, it was meh. They'll like it for that. I put it, I gave it a negative. I said, no, this movie sucks. This movie's bad. Metacritic, um, 45%. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was bad. Oh, my now, gosh. Now, there is talk of they're making... They have extra footage that they didn't complete in time that they're re-releasing later in Japan. Okay. Maybe maybe they'll fix this film. Maybe that could be the next Snyder Cut, bro. <laughs> no, don't. It's never going to be that. <laughs> that could be the next Snyder Cut. Oh, man. Watch it be stop. so solid. Stop. Watch stop. it be stop. so solid, bro. Be. Watch this film just have all this hidden footage that they couldn't <laughs> use, and it'd be just banger, bro. Watch this whole be just a whole bang. But at the same time, like, when I think about, oh, like, you, you didn't have enough time to do this footage, like, what's the pressure? What's the like? Why why rush out a film like this? Like you 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 knew you knew if you were gonna rush this film. That's why I hate about like studios. It's just like you rush. Like what's the point? Yeah. The point is making a good film and making money. If you're gonna rush out a like a a, a product like this and you know you just throw it out there mm -hmm. and it's bad, you don't make any money. You just wasted your time yeah. and your resources. And yeah, for sure, it's always like they waste a lot of resources. The uh, resources. The best scene I found that describes that is in Avengers Endgame. They, you know, the scene where they all go to spoilers. If you haven't seen it, if you haven't, if you haven't, that's on you. That's I can't help you. Yeah, but they go to. Uh, they all have the suits on and they're yeah. going. Mm -hmm. Those suits are all CGI in that scene. I know. They didn't have enough. They didn't have the suits ready in time. They could have just done other scenes, come back to that, and put suits on them. Instead of making it so that their, you know, visual effects, all that, spends weeks making those suits look real for a 20-second scene. Yeah. That's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. That The scene looks good. The they look real. Good. They do look real. Really good. But, but it's I would have so loved to see that it somewhere. That is CGI. Yeah, I would have loved to saw, see that money somewhere else, you know? And yeah. They, a lot of times, they just don't put the resources where it needs to be. And just take your time, man. Like you, the the point is of making a story is making it the best it can be. And if you if you want to rush and be like, mm -hmm. just throw a product out there, then you just wasted your time. I feel like I don't know. I I'm interested. Actually, I would sit down and watch this hidden footage. Yeah, I'm, I'm going very to. intrigued to know exactly like what was kept out because who knows? Like this film, if they got all their footage together mm -hmm. and was not rushed like crazy. Who knows? It might have actually have been probably like probably was like could be like a two hour film and actually would have been would oh, have explained see. a lot more stuff, a lot more stuff that actually would have explained things, yeah, and not give such a terrible, terrible rating. And I mean, yeah, this hurts his career. This, this film really does change like, his career. Up. Like this is your first film in seven years, and this is it. That's what you're. I mean, just an hour and twenty two minutes of straight garbage, just straight gar. I feel bad. That not only is he going to be remembered for such a just a catastrophe, but forever known as just you will forever be known as your father's son. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just that's rough. That's real rough. And uh, not all of it is his fault. He had a you know he had a you know, lot of things. Going he had a lot of him. stuff going against him. But so still, just come on. just terrible film. Mm -hmm. Terrible film. Yeah. Not even worth. Don't even watch it. Don't watch it. I'm saving you some time. I would, if you're going to do anything, listen to the soundtrack. Uh, yeah, just listen. If you want to listen to the soundtrack, 
I would would I would listen with I would I would sit there to listen mm-hmm. listen. That'd be it. I would, yeah, that's that's it. That's all I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I you couldn't get me. You couldn't pay me enough money enough money to watch this film again. Oh my goodness, it's just so bad. Um, yeah, it's just not great. Um, mm-hmm. it's just bad. It was just yeah. bad. It was a bad film all all around. Just bad film. What you rated all together? All together. I give it a two. Everything, just the entire production, all of it. I'd give Everything. it a three. And the only reason I'd give it a three is that the music gives it a plus two. Yeah, Everything. music gave a plus one for that. <laughs> Honestly, that was a very dude, it was just a rubbish film that just just should not have been made. Honestly, mm-hmm. that was the project that you're given. And uh, I think that's just why people, you see more people going independent now. Yeah, or not just independent, but like, you have guys like, well, which I'm actually really happy, is the Snyder Cut. Yeah. We'll, we'll probably talk about something. Oh, yeah, definitely. But that's a film that the uh, studio destroyed. The studio destroyed the original film, Justice League. <sighs> but because of COVID, uh, the backing it had, and the director because, choice was terrible. Yeah. Uh, what was his name? John John Weeson. Josh Weeson. Yeah, dude, he directed Marvel, but he the, directed some of the Marvel films. And he's a, he's a good director. He's a great director for those type of films. Fun, lighthearted, fun, lighthearted. But DC is not that. He does not fit that tone. Yeah. I don't know who made that decision, but that person needs to be fired because uh, I'm not. Okay, we're getting too much into. I'm not. I'm not getting into that. But yeah, but, yeah just. Bad film, not uh-huh. worth Yeah, but again. now the, he's having the full control. He gets to do whatever he Good wants. Good for him, man, because he's a that's great. A, he he's a great filmmaker. Great, great, solid person. I, I really like that. So. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna guess that's we're at the end. Yep, that's it. Yeah. All right. This has been Jerry and Ara. Wampo Combo. Peace and out, man. It. <laughs>